In this episode of the Dads Making a Difference podcast, I'm having a conversation with Adam A.C. Sutton. Adam is the founder of Evolve with A.C., a coaching program for single fathers. Adam has been a single father for 15 years and is passionate about mentoring and empowering single fathers through connection, inspiration, and growth in order to help them cultivate confidence, significance, and success. This conversation is not only for the single fathers. If you're a married father, you need to listen to this because he's going to give you tips on how you can not only improve your marriage, but how you can support your single friends. My conversation with Adam Sutton starts right now. You are listening to the Dads Making a Difference podcast, the number one podcast for men driven to live a life of significance. Men who want to make a difference in the lives of their families, in their business, and in the world around them. My name is Cam Hall, founder of Fight the Dabot and leader of the Dads Making a Difference Mastermind. Thank you so much for spending time with me today. Now, let's dive in. AC, welcome to the Dads Making a Difference podcast. Great to see you today. Hey, Cam, great to see you again. Man, I am excited for this conversation because it brings to light maybe a different topic than the guys who listen to this podcast are used to. But there are men in our community, there's men in the Dads Making a Difference community and in our audience who are single fathers. And I know that you are a single father and you're passionate about supporting single dads. And so I'm eager to get into that conversation. But AC, why don't you share a little bit about your story and your background uh, with the guys who are listening? Okay, well, I know you've talked about your accent in the past on how maybe people say, hey, you sound like you're from Canada. Yeah. I'm from Wisconsin, and they say, you know, we have that Wisconsin accent. So I, I come from a, a small rural town in Wisconsin, um, born and raised, and met my wife in college and took the, the fast track to marriage. We had to get engaged, got married very quickly, because as a foreigner, you just can't move on over to the United States and settle in. Um, it was rural Wisconsin boy meets big city girl and, um, had all the intentions of having this amazing lifelong adventure with her. But as you know, um, as you, we've talked about some of your friends and many of mine, it didn't work out the way that I had planned. Um, I think one of the things that I really learned was that, you know, uh, for getting into lessons learned, love, love is a choice. And sure you've had speakers on that have spoken into that, um, you know, the idea that men just want to feel something, even women, they want to feel in love. And when they don't feel it, they chase it outside of themselves and look for it somewhere else. And then, uh, and we're going to talk about this more later. And I think that, I think that's integrity with values, uh, not anything I'm proud to speak into right now, but you know, a lot of times we, we choose chemistry and attraction over shared values and life path and our faith. And uh, it gets us into dangerous waters mm -hmm. and, Unfortunately, that's, unfortunately, that's why I'm here with you today. Yeah. And you've been a, a single father for 15 years. Is that correct? Most of my time as a father has been as a single father. So my oldest son is 19, okay. um, a young man that I, I'm super proud of that, that boy. He's, he's really come along and come into his own. And I have a daughter that's going to be 17 here this next week. Wow. So as you can tell, I've been through the, the flames yeah. <laughs> and the battles of parenthood um, yeah. on my own. Um, I've had anywhere from 70 to 90% placement, mm. which I think is another, I call myself the reverse stereotype. 
a lot of people, when they hear single fathers, things come to mind, uh, deadbeat single dad, or the guy that doesn't pay his child support or the guy that just does every other weekend. And that just really was never an option for me. Um, I wanted to always have my children in my life. I was one of those weird guys as a kid that dreamt of being a father. I don't know if everybody has that in their heart, but it's something that I've always been passionate about. Again, it didn't end up the way I wanted it to, but here we are today. Here we are today with a 19-year-old and a 17-year-old who've had a great dad, right? And so part of my question for you is that as a single father, you've been a single father for 15 years, you've raised these kids, you said primary placement, so 70%, 90% placement. That's a lot for a single father yeah. to be awarded. But during that process, during the last 15 years, what have you learned about yourself as a father? I'm flawed, right? I'm human, hmm. but I'm always healing. I'm always growing and I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. But it took a long way to get there, Cam. This isn't something where you just flip a switch and you go into single dad mode and you have it all figured out. Right. Um, there's just so many lessons along the way that I'm hoping to sort of put into a format and map out to help other single dads so they don't have to learn through trial and error. And one of the things I'll never speak to is being perfect or doing it the right way every time. Yeah. Unfortunately, I've made a lot of mistakes in my life. I, I think I've done a lot of great things too. Um, I have, have a lot of people that have looked up to me as a single dad, but there is always a part of me that believes I could do better. And in the past, in the past that I could have done better. Mm-hmm. And I think that always eats at you and you need to find ways to process that. Um, you know, some of the things I do with, with my men that I work with is processing those emotions and feelings, not just pushing it down, not distracting. Um, so. In terms of overall lessons as a single dad, um, I really think it comes down to, you know, I think first of all, and and I don't take this very lightly. That's my faith. Uh, I know I know you guys speak into your faith a lot. I can tell you, I don't know where I would be without my faith and how being grounded in my relationship with Christ has got me to this point. Um, I know that not, not all the men that I work with do have a Christian background. We need to find other ways for them to help unload that burden. Because I think as, as, as men, as people, we were never meant to carry that whole burden right. on our own. Mm-hmm. So having that in my life, um, I think it's taught me to be vulnerable. Um, as men, we're, we're programmed, conditioned to serve and help others, right? We're mm-hmm. there to take the load off the partners in our life, to help our friends, to sacrifice for our children. And as a single dad, you can burn yourself out by doing everything and anything to make other people happy and forgetting about yourself in the process. Yeah. I think when you became a single dad, your kids were young. And so I think about that point you just raised is you could really burn yourself out and you raised some, you said there were some lessons along the way. What were some of the earliest lessons that you learned, you know, being a new single dad that maybe you thought, Oh, this is going to be helping in the long term, And Now you look back at it and you're like, oh, I probably could have done without this. It turned out great in the end. But uh, what are some lessons that you've learned that maybe you could share right now that if there is a new single dad listening to this right now, uh, that would help him out? Yeah. Don't try to make up for the fact that your children are not 
in the perfect situation mm. with a mother and a father in the house. I think as a father, probably one of the top three most difficult things that I've had to manage, and it's something you manage, it's, it's something that never completely goes away, is the pain of your children. Mm. So obviously, when you get into a situation with loss, the loss of a relationship, the loss of dreams and expectations, and just a certain type of life, um, nobody maps out their life to include divorce or betrayal in some cases, or and uh, financial devastation, which oftentimes is a result of, of divorce. No one plans that out. So in addition to managing your own pain in a healthy way, you have to also acknowledge and help your children through their pain. And that can be quite the task. And some of the unhealthy things I did, um, and this may seem great at first, is sort of overspoiling and overcompensating. Um, movie nights pizza candy let's <laughs> yeah. just just get all let's do all the fun things that dads are known for let's just do yeah. all those exciting things and in the end you know you, you get them into you know bad eating habits and you're dealing with dentist issues and um i just think at the at the end at the end of the day your children they just want your time and and your love and i think that's something that if you ask my children today does dad love you? They'd laugh and say, dad, you tell, you tell me multiple times every day. This is, this is something you don't need to instill. And it's not something that I heard a lot as a child. I think many times with our parents, we either gravitate in that same direction or we, we maybe go in a little bit different direction and fill in those gaps. And I think making sure my children without a doubt understood how much I love them is something that I hammer home every day. That's it's important to me. Cool. And so here you are passionate about serving other men. Uh, why is it so important right now to address the need that single dads have? There is a laundry list of things that guys come to me with. And it can be even overwhelming for me because I'm sort of mostly through the storm, right? My kids are almost out of the house. And it took me a long time before I felt like I was emotionally ready to take this on. Mm-hmm. I don't know how long it took you to pull the trigger in your ventures, but there's that part of us that holds us back in terms of imposter syndrome. Like who wants to hear me talk? What do no, I have to offer to the no world? No one wants right? to listen to me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but on top of that, you, you're, you're coming at it from a topic of failure. Like I failed in my marriage. What do I have to offer to men around being successful and about around being confident? And through my journey of growth and healing and perseverance, I, I got to a point where I said, Adam, there has to be purpose in this pain. He can use all things for our greater good, as my friend JC once said, right? Mm-hmm. And so you're going you're gonna to like the story. Um, this is exactly how I got in to evolve with AC. I was on the Facebook and came across an episode with yourself and Christine was promoting your podcast, a, a mutual friend of ours who you've yep. been on each other's um, shows. Yeah, Christine. Brown. And yep. And I said, you know what? That's exactly what I want to do. I don't know what it's going to look like. I don't know how long it's going to take. I don't know all the avenues, but I know in my heart, like I went through this pain to serve other men, mm-hmm. to be that, that stable grounding force for them, to be that safe place that they can come with their problems and their challenges and say, you know, guys, I've mapped out 
what this journey can look like. In doing so, to, to, to do a proper map, you need to go in the dangerous areas. You need to go on the roads that maybe aren't as safe. You need to go in areas that you probably shouldn't be driving. I've done that for you. And I have a plan and I have a process. And, and most of all, I have a heart for this. You guys have always been on my heart. There's something about single men that they've gravitated into my life. I, I don't look for them. They find me. And they always seem to say, AC, I've never told anyone that before. I don't know why I'm telling you. Like, there's something about this that I, I needed to get off my chest. And you just seem to like the right person to let it out. And it's such an honor. And I'm, I'm sure you've had many experiences of that in working with the men that you work with, that someone is willing to trust you with some of the most embarrassing, painful, shameful seasons of their life. And for them to trust you with that and give you the opportunity of, again, making something beautiful out of something that on the surface just appears ugly and awful. I love that. It does take trust. And I love the fact that you shared your inspiration. I thank you for sharing that. You know, my hope is that people will listen to the Dads Making a Difference podcast and realize that they have their own story, no matter their context, no matter their experience, because their context and their experience matters. There's someone else out there that they can impact. And our hope is that you, you listen to one of these episodes and maybe you're listening to this right now and listening to AC and thinking, hey, I'm a single dad. But I've had yeah. experiences in my life where I can help other single dads as well. And so yeah. I love that. And so you're working to inspire other men. You're working to support them because right now, you know, you look at the stats, single men are hurting right now. And I know you've done research on this and you'll dive into the numbers in a moment, but why is now the right time? I think in my life and how it's unfolded um, with the age of my children, um, with sort of where I am financially, it was time and I think uh, all of us men reach that time in our life where they're looking for purpose, right? Yeah. I've been in medical sales my whole life. I don't, I don't know how to do anything else. I've never worked in a cubicle. I've never worked in an office. I don't know what I would do with myself. I've worked behind a wheel driving from clinic to clinic, and that's all I know. And I've done a lot of training through that, which I think has helped prepare me for coaching and mentoring. Um, but it just, it, and you, maybe you had this too. There's this voice inside that just gnaws and gnaws. And then these people come into your lives. Hey, Adam, you were talking about that thing you wanted to start. Have you started that yet? Hey, Adam, I think you should write a book. Hey, hey, AC, I just think you were meant for this. Like, when is this going to start? I can't wait to see your material. And then finally you're like, okay, okay let's enough's do this. enough. <laughs> let's, yeah. let's, let's do this. Yeah. And I talked to a, a buddy of mine who's in the... Um, similar space to where we are, where he works with clients um, virtually, uh, more in the fitness, fitness and um, yeah, I could call it the fitness space. And he said, the number one thing that I can tell you for advice, AC, is just start. Yeah. It's not about perfectionism. It's not about having all the knowledge. Just start. You're going to make mistakes. And oh, yeah. I think you need to learn to embrace that. We're beginners. We're not failing. We're beginning, right? We're beginners. We're learning how to do this on the fly. And I think there's something just raw and attractive to that versus the polished Jay Shetty, you know, all these guys that just have it all together. And you look at them and you're thinking, man, I, I could never be that. Yeah. But he was in ex this exact yeah. same place at one point. 
Hey guys, I wanted to take a moment and talk about our community of DMD brothers in the DMD mastermind. We are men who help each other to stay focused and intentional in our pursuits of personal, professional, physical, financial, emotional, and spiritual growth. We are a community of men who bring courage, wisdom, and transparency to unfiltered conversations that challenge us to be more impactful men, to be dads making a difference. We do this through our online and in-person events where men come together to speak into each other's lives and then turn around and do the deep work to create change in their families, in their businesses, and in the community around them. If you are wondering if this community might be right for you, you can find more information on the DMD Mastermind and you can also book a call directly with me at dmdmastermind.com. Now, let's get back to our show. And so right now, what have you found from the men that you're connecting with? When they come to you, what are they asking? They're looking for connection, right? And I think we, we spoke to that. They don't have that safe outlet. And I think that's, that's an issue within our society. It's Western society. Men don't talk, they distract. If you think about the typical male friendships, it's meeting at a bar for a beer. It's going to a sporting event. It's playing sports. It's playing cards. It's doing everything they can to distract themselves from their lives. So it's, it, it's really comes down to, I just need an outlet for this pain. I need to feel a connection. I feel disconnected, not just for my life, for myself. I think a lot of them wonder, who am I? I, I, I've, I've forgotten that fun, loving, carefree self of mine that I lost along the way. Mm-hmm. And by working together, I think, I, I think we can help them find that. Um, obviously, guys, they really want to go right to the dating pool. Hey, let's, hey, I'm ready. Help me with dating. Help me to find that special someone. And it, it's a challenge because as much as you want to help them with that, yeah. the journey to finding that special someone starts internally, right? Yeah. It starts with self-love. If you don't love yourself, if you're not working on yourself, you're most likely going to find an exact mirror image in that next relationship that you were running from in the last relationship, right? So inner growth and, and, and growth, while it may come natural for some of us, it, like there's a lot of us that search out these books and podcasts and we're always trying to absorb and i think some of these guys are doing that too it's really the application of these of these lessons and this information and that's why i think it's helpful to have a coach or a mentor whether you find it through a growth group through a church Um, if you're blessed to have one of those friends that really has an ear and a heart for helping someone like yourself but if you don't these guys are struggling they're hurting um, we, we get into coping strategies. How, how are you coping with your pain? Um, and not all of my clients, not all the guys I work with are even single dads. There's a lot of guys that are married that they're struggling. Yeah. They're on, they're on the ropes, right? They're taking, they're taking body blows. They're, they're rocky in the eighth round. Like I got to get out of here. You're killing yeah. me. Yeah. Um, and I'll tell you a story that I was out for a trail run with a buddy today. And this seems, it seems to be therapeutic, therapeutic trail running. I think that's when guys open up when they're, 
when they're doing an activity. When they they're moving. Realize, yeah, they don't realize what's coming out of their mouth. And again, I hear the laundry list of my wife's doing this. She doesn't appreciate this. She's calling me this. She's calling me that. And when you're not in the storm, it's easy to say, hey, it's okay. Women, she's verbalizing her pain. You can't take it all literally. But I always redirect back. And this is what we do at Evolve with AC. Let's cover your side of the street. What could you be doing better? I, we know how she copes with her anxiety and her issues. And obviously it's not healthy, right? But you can't change her. You can't fix her as much as we want to as guides. What are you doing for your side of the street? Smoking marijuana, drinking, immersing himself in sports, not feeling his feelings. And I think it was a wake-up call for him because he said, you know what, I need, I need to give some of these things up. I'm numbing myself out, not feeling my feelings, yet I expect my wife to do all the things that I'm not doing. So I think a lot of these challenges, a lot of these things we're going through as single dads, they're not all that different from guys like yourself who are in a marriage that they may be content, they may be happy, but there's always seasons of distress. There's always challenges along the way. And I think the more prepared you are for those and the more you have that, that, that love for that person in your life and the more you pour into them, I think eventually the more it comes full circle and your needs eventually will get met. Mm. It's the, one of the things I hear all, all the time. My needs aren't being met, AC. My needs aren't being met. Here's what I want. And I say, okay, what are you doing? Are you listening? Are, do you show empathy when she brings her issues to you? You don't have to agree with everything she has to say, but empathy is the bridge to intimacy. You can't have intimacy without empathy. Those things will come. And as men, I think we're called to stand up and lead our households, to lead by example, whether it be with our children as single dads, or whether it be even with our partners as, as a married couple. It's good because, you know, we're talking about single dads, but for the married guys out there who are listening to this and they might think, oh, this doesn't apply to me. Well, it does apply to you. Because on the other side of a bad decision or temptation or, you know, tragedy in your life, you could be a single father. And so for us married men, you know, I'm happily married to my wife, Kim, we got two kids, all of that. I also understand the complexities that a single father goes through. You know, I have friends who are single fathers. We were talking about that right before we press play and, you know, inviting them into my home seems natural because we've known each other for so long. But one of the things you've mentioned in a past interview that I was listening to is how as a single father, when you're looking for connection, when you're looking for belonging, when you're looking for someone, just someone, right, to be there in your corner, to have your back, it's hard to find at times. So what have you found for guys or what encouragement do you have for both the single fathers out there and maybe some coaching for the married fathers out there who have some single friends? Yeah. Yeah. Well, first of all, you need to put yourself out there, right? Mm -hmm. Um, I have lived this uh, pretty much every neighborhood I've lived in. It's rare that someone comes and introduces themselves to the single dad, unless maybe it's a single mom, but you know, couples and I get it. There's an intimidation factor. There's a, hey, boundary issue with protecting my wife from the, the single guy across the street. I get that. Um, and I think our, our society has just become very disconnected. Um, and COVID, I think, just exacerbated that problem. Yeah. Um, 
but I think it's finding, finding your tribe. Um, you know, there's things like meetup and there's Facebook groups and there's, there's other ways to find people with common connections. I'll tell you a funny story about one of my good friends. I went to a speed dating event, didn't see anybody I was interested in, met this buddy, said, Hey, can I get your number? We've been great friends to this day. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Sort of a weird situation of meeting uh, one of your good friends speed dating, but I think you need to just break out of your shell, break out of your comfort zone. And I get it. I know as a single dad, you feel like you have to be more than in every single category. I, I can't get a babysitter. Like my kids are missing their mom. Yeah. They're, they're, they're going through this divorce process. It's, it's uncomfortable. I need to be everything and anything to them. But at the end of the day, it just, it sucks you dry. It sucks you dry of your happiness. It sucks you dry of your, your meaning and purpose. You lose your passions. You, you lose yourself in the whole process. So just like I would say to a married couple to say, the couple, the parents are the foundation of the marriage. Mm. You need to do date nights. This is for the married guys, right? And I hope you guys are doing this. You need to do date nights. Guys, do date nights. The best relationships I've seen, mandatory date nights. I've had customers. I've had the most amazing speaker in the world come into town. Thursday night's date night, Adam. I can't make it. Um, I think also... Love language, guys. Love language. Everybody knows love languages. Quality time. You, they, they need that. It may not be your love language, but most women, quality time is a love language. You need to do that. And we're demonstrating what healthy relationships look like to our kids. Do those things. You do not want to go on the detour to Single Dad Boulevard. <laughs> I can't describe. There aren't words I could find to explain and describe the pain of a single parent, of taking the pain and disappointment and shame that you have and how society looks at you as a single father, and then piling on top of that, the pain that's inevitably going to come from your Mm ex-spouse and um, the disappointment, the anger, the frustration. And then on top of that, then your kids' pain and disappointment. Um, of not being a, able to have both kids at the same time, both parents at the same time, because let's face it, it's not natural. We weren't meant to venture off as single parents in this world. It's not a natural thing. And it's okay to feel overwhelmed. But I would say it's going to take a lot less work to work on your marriage and get those things fixed than it is to jump into what I call the cesspool of disappointment, which is yeah. dating these days. Yeah. Funny. So these days you're, you got a 19 year old, 17 year old as a father, what is an area of growth that you're excited about right now? You know, I'd say something that I'm really looking at is boundaries, especially when you get into teenagers, Um, young adults. Yeah. They want to be treated like adults, except when it serves them, then they want to straddle the line of adolescence and say, but I'm only a kid. I'm not ready for that. I think boundaries, not just with, with children, boundaries with the relationships in your life. I think it really takes um, a sense of knowing yourself and loving yourself in order to put up those bound, not just put up the boundaries, but enforce those boundaries. And it's something I've been challenged with my whole life. Um, one of the things we get into um, at Evolve with AC is attachment theory. And I don't know if you've had anybody on talking and speaking into attachment theory. But once you start to understand it, we're not going to do a whole episode on that, but once you understand it, it really gives you insight into 
how you communicate, especially with um, your significant other, and why you react the way you do in certain circumstances. And I, I'd like to share a story because I, I'm sure some guys can relate to this if they happen to be the um, anxious attachment type. A lot of the things that, that show up and rear their heads in our relationships are rooted in those times of growing up, those, those experiences we had as young adolescents, whether it be the, the attention or love we did or didn't get from our parents, um, you know, abandonment with, with a parent moving out of the house. There's all these things that we're reliving and replaying in these relationships with people. And I remember as a young boy, these explosive arguments with my parents, they weren't physical, but they were very loud and got to a point where my mother would take me and we would go to a hotel outside of town. And it took me into my forties before I realized, you know what, maybe that's why I always believe that people are eventually going to leave me. This person's going to abandon this relationship. When things get tense, I need to prepare for abandonment. And it's taken a long time to not just identify, but then to work through that and to self-soothe and do all those things. So um, there's a lot that we really do and unpackage um, at Evolve with AC. And really at the end of the day, it's all to just create, I think uh, I I sent you my, our, our mission statement earlier. It's really about, making people feel seen and significant and heard and safe. And it's just, it's not something again, that we're finding in our relationships as men these days. You know, I read your mission statement. I have it here to mentor and empower single fathers through connection, inspiration, and growth in order to cultivate confidence, significance, and success. I love it. Yeah. I love it. AC, if somebody wants to connect with you and find you, where can they do that? Okay. You can go to evolvewithac.com. We have a website or you can email me directly at adam at evolvewithac.com. And because of your inspiration, Cam, this it, seriously, you're one of the reasons that really got me to take that first leap into coaching and mentoring single fathers. The first three men in your audience that email me, I'm going to give them a free one hour session. I, I really... Mm-hmm want to help guys out in your audience. And even if they're not a single dad, if you're struggling in your relationship, a lot of the same principles apply. We want to help you out and get you back on track. So you don't end up on the side of the street. Well, thank you so much, AC. Appreciate that, man. You listen, you're listening to this right now. You heard him go to evolvewithac.com. We'll make sure all Adam's contact is in the show notes. AC, thank you for spending time on the dad's Make difference podcast today. I appreciate you. Hey, great chat with Cam. Thank you for joining me today on this episode of the Dad's Making a Difference podcast. I hope you found value in today's show. And if it made a positive impact on you, please share it with someone you know, leave a five-star review and subscribe so you don't miss out on upcoming episodes. And if you were a father listening to this right now, who is driven to build a life of significance, to truly make a difference in the life of your family, in your business, and in the community around you, go to dmdmastermind.com to learn more about the Dads Making a Difference Mastermind, a mastermind group for fathers that provides men with the skills, the connections, the accountability, the proven steps, and the brotherhood to truly become a dad making a difference. 
I'm Cam Hall. Thank you for spending time with me today. And I will see you on the next episode of the DMD Podcast.